Doesn't our culture have the weirdest fetish for illegal activities? Like drugs. We actually know that we shouldn't do them, but that just makes them altogether more exciting and interesting. We romanticize them, even though we understand the brutal reality of many of these situations. Like sure, we know mobsters kill a lot of people, but they were dressed so well. I've never done hard drugs, and I've really never done acid. Never will. I don't understand how people can journey into their own minds like that. People take LSD to explore themselves and their reality. Believe me, I already know what's in there. It's not anything that anyone should ever see. Because most people have fun kaleidoscopic adventures on acid. But I know that wouldn't be me. I would be the one who went too far, who peered beyond the veil and saw deep into the abyss. I would be the one who never came back. And that's exceptionally rare, mind you. Most people do acid with absolutely no side effects whatsoever. But I wouldn't be one of those. I already know myself. I have done magic mushrooms, and that confuses some people, because mushrooms are often considered a more severe trip. And they can be, but they're also much shorter. When you do acid, you need to basically block off your entire weekend, because that shit is sticking around. Most people aren't aware that shrooms are actually an excellent treatment for depression. Part of that is because shrooms can take you on a trip that's so terrifying and frightening that you're just glad to be back in reality, whatever it is. Visually, being on shrooms is a lot like being in a Van Gogh painting run through Google Deep Dream. The entire world turns into an assortment of patterns, all of them entwined. And at the first level, it's primarily visual. At the next level, everything is alive and attributed personhood. This is the part that sort of makes you lose your mind a little bit. Never before will you have realized how securely a living thing and an inanimate object is slotted away differently inside of your brain. You don't realize your brain makes that active distinction until you know that your lamp is talking to you. And then there's a level after that where you no longer know who you are. You completely depersonalize and everything that ever has been consequential to you is no longer. None of your values stay. And this is fantastic because after you reach this stage, how can you be depressed? You can't be depressed because absolutely nothing matters. I am having the weirdest fight with one of my best friends right now, and it's one of those things where you just have to peer into someone else's universe and realize that we are all alone, spectators cast into the void. I was going to a friend's house to hang out, and I tell him, hey, dude, do you want to come to Brandy's? And he says, Brandy never invited me. So I said, no, I'm inviting you. I'm the inviter now. That's what's going on here. And he said, you can't invite someone to someone else's house. And I said, yes, you can. That's what's happening right now. I assure you, dude, I made sure that I could invite other people. This is just a casual hangout. It's not a black tie event. And he says, why would you ask if you can invite me when you don't even know if I can come? And I said, I asked to invite you so that I would know if I could ask you if you could come. And this fight has been going on for three days now because neither of us can bridge the gap between our own independent worlds. He cannot conceive of a situation in which you go to a place and you weren't invited by the person who owns the place. I cannot conceive of a situation in which you need to be invited specifically by the person who owns the property. There is no way our worlds will ever converge in this one situation. I cannot avoid the conflict that is present, and I could never have known that the conflict existed because I can't peer into other worlds. And speaking of peering into other worlds, a really hyped game was released a couple of weeks ago, No Man's Sky. 
is No Man's Sky is a procedurally generated space exploration game where you are supposed to be able to fly from planet to planet in seemingly endless space, discovering new creatures, recovering resources, and just generally trying to survive. And it was a huge disappointment to many people, but the thing is that it is that. I mean, there are a lot of missing features, and the game developer definitely overpromised. But the larger problem is that no one wanted the game that they thought they wanted. At its core conceit, the game is exactly what it built itself as. We just don't enjoy that. And it really isn't just that game developers are overpromising and underdelivering, though they most certainly are. It's that for some reason we believe them. A movie can say the most groundbreaking movie of the summer. And we don't believe that it's the most groundbreaking movie of this summer. We believe that they are lying to us because we're not idiots. But a video game developer can say that his next product solves the world's energy crisis, and we'll all be right on board. This game has 200 hours of non-competitive gameplay with a total of 3,000 side quests. A fully sentient AI will judge your playstyle based on 300 metrics, creating you a weekly subscription candy box based on your personality profile. Where do we sign up for that? Alright guys, have a fantastic night and tune in Monday through Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. Central and follow me on Twitter at jkiloindia.